0: I'll just go into, you know, our, our town hall topic. Okay, so today's town hall is about advocating for yourself and why that's so important in life. I think that a lot of times in life, we're told to just keep our head down and go with the flow. Uh, you, you, you rely on some kind of figures that are older than you, whether it's your parents at home or your teachers in school and you know you know that that you're you're always asking your parents and your teachers about things but then there there comes a time in your life where uh you know the world is always changing and your your teachers aren't going to be there with you forever after you pass grades and things like that and then that day will come when you're i don't know older than some age and then you ask like your parent what is this and what is that? And they don't know. And, and the time when you see like older people around you and they don't know about things, then it becomes like, okay, well then, maybe I should take the time to figure this stuff out for myself. Now, the importance of advocating for yourself, whether you have a disability or not even a disability, it, it, even, even if you're just a little confused about what's happening around you or what people are doing. There there were a lot of times in my life that I did I just didn't open my mouth because I you you just think in your head that it'll it'll work itself out, right? I don't I don't need to say anything because eventually people are going to notice I'm having these problems and people are going to notice that I'm not happy and that I want things to change, but I don't want to say anything it'll it'll kind of work itself out. And uh, I've been guilty of that and that that usually doesn't work, right? The problem festers and it grows and it gets worse and it 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 just it just snowballs into something that's like that you can't handle, right? So the the important the, the importance of now 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 let, let let's draw a line, right? There there's advocating for yourself and then there's complaining right so basically advocating for yourself is saying that there's a problem and you're looking for a solution to that problem you're saying you're confused and you're looking for a way to uh you know you know I, like get through the confusion you, you you're, you're looking for a way to clarify things looking for a way to clarify things and addressing the a problem is not complaining complaining is just getting angry about the problem without wanting to solve the problem, right? So if, 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 if you always want to complain, it's it's not helping because like, okay, like you, you've already said what the problem is, what are what are your ideas? And then, and then it's like, oh, I have no ideas. I'm just gonna get mad. You're not helping anybody, you're not doing anything. And we, we see this, with with a lot of this is what i hate so much about political tribalism it's just people getting angry at problems and wanting to demonize and never taking those next steps to say what are we doing to solve this what what are what are we doing to remedy this you know <laughs> like thing that we're that we're going through so again the the importance of advocating for yourself is that even even if you're naturally a shy person and it can be a little tough sometimes is that you really got to understand that closed mouths don't get fed right and even if you think it's going to cause a little bit of conflict i i i suggest that you don't worry about too much because it's it's you're, you're probably blowing it out of proportion that maybe you're going to ask a question and they're going to think you're ignorant or foolish or dumb. And then they're going to label you uh, or, or you won't look as professional or, Oh, you're, you, you don't want to bother or or something like that. Whereas the alter like, like, but, but if you get it out of the way right then and there, it usually works out better than if you just wait and you wait and you wait, and then you never open your mouth and then a day comes when that person you were working with or that company or that relationship that you had, they're gonna go, why didn't you ever tell me, right? And it's so late into that game that they're actually gonna be like more frustrated that you never said anything or addressed it. And then you have these thoughts going on in your head that if I address it, it'll piss them off. When sometimes in reality, it's like, if you did say something in the beginning they'll appreciate it more than if you just waited and waited and waited and then uh, the, you know the problem started to fester and and get worse and then you see it's it's kind of like you know let let's say let's say like you know you're i don't know let's let's say like so, someone's dealing with like a, a problem that you've been through before and there it's really getting them frustrated and then like you're like oh i can tell them but they probably don't want me to bother them and then they'll 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 think like you knew about how to solve this the entire time and you never said anything and you are like eh, well i don't want to bother you or something like that no it'll, it 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 kind of i've had that happen i i thought that way and it bothers them more when you don't say anything than if you did say anything. So with that, uh, uh, I think I'll I'll give a little bit. Actually, let's go to Jason. He has a hand up and then I'll go, Bryce, you probably want to say some stuff
1: because you're- Sure, sure. Go ahead, Jason. Yeah. I'll keep it simple, but it, it reminds me of that day spa that I've been with for what, 21 years? And I'm a male, right? I'm a male therapist and I work with all females. And the owner is female. And there was always some kind of internal struggle, like like on Twitter, like I do kind of stick to myself. I don't let people get really close to me. And if I do reach out, I'm very particular in who I do that to. But when you work in a group of people like that, you know, some of the people, you know, they may take it the wrong way. You know what I mean? And I sometimes wondered if the owner of the spa at the time, now she's not the owner anymore. She's now retired. But I sometimes wondered is like, does she have the ability to explain to these people just to back off me and let me do my job? You know, or was she part of the problem? You know what I mean? I guess right. maybe if that question could go unanswered, because I think I know the answer. <laughs>
0: right, right. So so that's that's the thing you gotta know is that if they are like bothering you make it known to them but then at this at at a certain point you also have that thought in your head is like if i make it known to them will they think any less of me or will they want to like say that oh you have no right like you know this is a team effort or something so so yeah it's it's a fine line to walk but i just hate companies where they're or corporations where there's a culture of, you know, silence and fear that the, the worst people to work for, I think are the people who, when you have a suggestion or when you have an idea, they they hold it against you for speaking your mind or saying something that's not a good culture. So, right. uh, yeah.
2: No, I mean, but yeah, we were talking, Ariel and I were talking about it before and, and he's had many spaces right where he's talking about, like he likes to talk about the disconnect between his K through 12 and then his college experience and then how that doesn't translate neatly to the workforce. And that's absolutely true. And so, I mean, I'm a tech person, right? That's, that's my career. So I always think of things, I like to think of things in networks. So I have, I think of like two networks, there's a knowledge network, that's like building up like what you know, that's your education, your certification, uh, the resources you go to build knowledge, and then there's your people network and they're equally important. And I mean, this is something, that's where I think the failure is. It's like, it's like it's not what you know, it's who you know. It's like, that's not really true. I mean, you can't be incompetent, right? I mean, you could be incompetent and, and get some opportunities, but you'll usually wash out. So the the answer is, it is what you know and who you know. It's both, but you have to have both. Because you have one or the other it's not going to work out you can have people who are brilliant who just don't know how to find the, the opportunities and or you have people who can talk a good game but they can't deliver so you have to have both but but advocating for yourself is key and part of that is just building your people network your knowledge networks one thing that you can handle all yourself your people network is like you know all like every every person every business contact i have i, I have in my like my address book and i have a little write up on each one of these people and what they did for me and things like that and I, it's it's shocking how many times i've gone back to that even months or years later to get like some things worked out i mean knowing people is important and developing that is important and through that it, you have to advocate for yourself uh that that's the process right reaching out to people making a connection following up with a phone call developing a relationship that's all advocating for yourself because you're telling people who you are what you do and how you can help them or how we could have business or even friendships or whatever it's it's people networking is key and it is difficult because not everybody is great at it, it is it is a skill and i think Maybe if Tanya speaks at some point during this uh, space, I mean, she's a marketer, right? And that is all about relationships. I mean, sure, she sold product and things like that, knowing her story pretty well, because I've heard it a number of times. But it's like, whatever I think about that, is that that is people networking as its finest. It's like, she's about connecting, making connections with people, understanding what they do, understanding how maybe she could help them, or maybe you just accidentally stumble into relationships that are very help, very profitable, things like that. But it's, you have to, when I got out of college it was like or the end of college I, I had already started that and it's like that that helped me more than anything I learned in college was was making reaching out to people I thought had power and could point me in the right direction or maybe give me a pat on the back or a good word something like that 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 will take you so far in life anyway Good
0: right exactly and so for instance like I, I'll, I'll get an example just just earlier today, when i went to um first of all i'll tell you what happened i went to my friend xing jewel that international award-winning filmmaker from china who uh basically was part of the yang gang and after her story was over that there was another film being shown of some guy with down syndrome like working a job and the struggles that he has like making friends and you know et cetera. Et cetera. so i i to raise my hand and I asked the question, I said, well, you know, what do you think of the guy who made that Down syndrome movie about a universal basic income? So it'll, it'll just be easier for people who have some kind of disabilities when their opportunities are like closed off from them to have some kind of seed money to kind of do their own thing. If they're creative people and they can't really work like a traditional job because I have Asperger's and sometimes, I don't know, the wrong thing comes out and a bridge gets burned and it unintentionally happens. And when people just don't care, like that sucks for me. So I shouldn't be reliant on these systems that sometimes I can't count on. So I think a universal basic income is like a good idea. And so they answered that. So at the end of the film, this lady, her name was Harry. She came up to me. And she said that she actually like works in a lab that like work, like, like advocates for people like me. And she shared all of those resources with me and her contact information. So if I never opened my mouth to ask that question, she, like you you can't tell by looking at my face that like I'm going through all these things and I have all these things. Like you can't just look at a person's face and know their life story, right? So when you open your mouth and you share this stuff, it's like, you know, you're sending out a signal, the signal is received and then something comes back to you, but you have to send out that signal first or else nothing's gonna come back to you, right? And, And that's what I do when I open up these spaces, right? So after, so just today, I called her and I told her how, how I feel on this job that I'm doing. And I think, and she, you know, you know, she gave me the idea that I could quite possibly become a consultant for companies when they, when they get people who, who are on the spectrum or who have this, that, and the other thing. And I mean, like talk about advocating for yourself. I advocated that, like, I'm a good lawyer worker by taking that picture of my geek squad shirt and the van and i mean the car and that picture and i said i'm proud to be in this job and i got the attention of uh best buys main like account their verified account from minneapolis like from their corporate headquarters so i'm seeing a big opportunity here in becoming some kind of consultant for people who are neurodiverse and people who think outside of the box but the good thing about advocating for yourself it's like that mental. it's 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 a better pull yourself up by your bootstraps a lot of people have problems with that and me and bryce have talked about this but really like the power of like kind of taking the reins and taking control instead of just being thrown to any direction the wind is blowing, right? And and that that's what I can't stand about. Like how I live my life before is like anyway the wind blew blew. It's like that's it's like it's like it's like basically when you're not advocating for yourself. You're more like a hot air balloon, right? Wh- whatever way like like you want a specific direction that you want your life to go in, but you're not advocating for that and you're not making it known that that's what you want. So any direction the wind is blowing is any direction that your life is going, right? But when you when you <laughs> then you're more like a like a helicopter because I love helicopters. When you're advocating for yourself because you like it's not where the wind is blowing. You go up, down, left, right. Uh, backward forward diagonally and even vertically right because you're at the controls so I love this analogy that the, the advocating for yourself is like you're not in the passenger seat of your own life you're in you're in the driver's seat and it, it takes time it takes a level of knowledge but if everyone just learned like that 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 that, that thing and I have a passion now, for advocating for myself because of all the, like, I've been through traumas, I've been through betrayal, I've been through all this shit. And it's like, look, I don't want to take this anymore. So I want to send that signal out into the world and make my intentions known. So no one can say like, oh, you never told us anything, or you never did what you were supposed to do. And all this stuff, like, I don't want to look back at the end of my life and think to myself, I could have said something, or I could have done something. And I didn't do that right so let's just
2: meet yeah and just real quick before if anybody has any questions to raise your hand but yeah i have trouble with the bootstrap thing too to some degree because it, it is absolutely true that not everybody can can just like bootstrap their way out of trouble that it's because that that implies that it's like okay there, there's just an, an element of laziness to the person but let's just be honest about it i mean we all have streaks of laziness and, and a lot of times our, problem, our problems are self-manifested either directly or indirectly. You know, there's something that we did that we could have helped ourselves out, right? So that's the way I look at it. When I hear bootstrap, it's like, of course, it's not a solution for everybody. It, it's kind of a myth. But bootstrap relates to, to a word I think is better if you can consolidate the bootstrap myth into just hustle, right? I mean, if you hustle in life, you will just generally do better at least in this country right it's like united like you live in the united states okay maybe you hate capitalism whatever it's like hey you know what the cool thing about the us is just that not that you're guaranteed success but that you have like a really unlimited opportunities to try a chance yeah you, you you get it's like it's like a lottery ticket you can you can keep going getting more lottery tickets all the time and all you have to do is show up and grab one and a lot of the a lot of those times it's like just your effort like what ariel was talking about right there he didn't have to do he didn't have to go to this movie event he didn't have to ask this person a question he developed a relationship that spawned a conversation and now he's on to something and he could have just not done any of it and just said why isn't the system giving me a good job and like complaining about it on spaces but he he actually took some steps this is just all him right and it's like so billy it it, it not it these are kind of it, it's a learned skill kind of advocating for yourself and like i said i i i put advocating yours with advocating for yourself is parallel to hustling right and it, it it's a learned skill you got to keep trying at it and not everybody's great at it but you can get help I mean, that's why people like tanya exist you have marketers and stuff you don't it's like she helps connect people with business opportunities she knows somebody who does this and somebody else who does that and she goes oh and she's kind of the conduit into in between or has she has a lot of different things right but that that's kind of a real real basic overview of people like her so you don't the point was that you don't need to be great at it but you do have to practice it and and one last thing i'll say for now is like just knowing what you're good at right and if you know what you're good at then you can speak confidently to it and and that's where you start at least that's that's my opinion
3: i um can i share my thought oh, sorry <laughs> sorry I, go I, ahead I, right. i'm sorry i haven't been on space as much hi barbecue barbecue uh hey hey well, how's it going okay. um I just learned, I think it was this year, the origin of the term pull yourself up by your bootstraps. It's, um, I think it's a, a 19th century discussion or anecdote. And if not ever since it came out, but certainly in you know the, the past generation or so, the idea is like, hey, somebody fell down and they grabbed their bootstraps and then they were able to stand up again. And that's not actually the origin of the anecdote the origin of the anecdote leaves out a key word pull yourself up by your bootstraps originated as pull yourself up into the air by your bootstraps the whole term is he was basically advocating for people who were living like stray dogs and being told hey you just need to work harder is like telling them, "Hey, if you just grab your bootstraps and pull hard enough, you'll be levitating in the air. You'll be you, you basically, if you just pull on your boots hard enough, you'll be able to fly." And it it it's funny that it, it seems very much like the old anecdote it's against the laws of physics. Exactly, and and you kind of kind of touched on it there. And I think it's it's really interesting when you hear people who are pro hustle also talk about universal basic income in the sense that. If people have You know, basically if people aren't in a literal gutter if they're not literally fighting over scraps to keep from starving that day or sleeping on a bed of lice that day They won't actually lose their ambition. They won't get lazy <laughs> As the, Right the, yeah. the, the art the argument it seems to have existed for a long time is that if you advocate for yourself there's there's no way to there's no way to do to that's what it let me restart there is that advocating for yourself and networking are they're they're kind of the same thing but i i think of networking as kind of just the innate human instinct to build friendships you know build build community and advocating for yourself is really more just what you hear from your parents hey you have to stand up to the bully right that when right. someone comes along and wants to treat you like livestock you have to say no I'm not livestock I'm a person you don't get to treat me that way no matter whether it's in a social situation or an employment situation and and it's it, it's tricky because the employment situation let's let's be honest Telling people no, you're not allowed to treat that human like a like livestock. It's kind of a new thing, you know, relatively really speaking, to uh, recorded human history. It, it's kind of a new thing in recorded human history yeah. to say no, you can't treat that person right. the same way right. you treat a goat Well, well you seem like we're still trying to figure it, that out. It, how we're right. deal with that.
0: <laughs> you, you see, you see that. That's why I think it all has to do with negotiating power. Uh, Because because it's like oh well I hold the resources to you like whether whether it is like you can get groceries or get rent so if I if I don't if I don't give if if I don't let you like let you work for me then I put I put that in jeopardy for you so they have that leverage so I think that the the important thing and I don't want to make this about solely about UBI is that it's it's not an unfair leveraged game and you having leverage is how sometimes you'll be able to advocate yourself because uh, if you are advocating for yourself but you're you're in fear of losing what you have because somebody else holds the cars to your life i don't think that's freedom like if if i'm gonna be 100 percent honest and uh, and the thing is is that we gotta realize as a as a as humanity in general that dr- your drive to make something out of your life and having resources are not mutually exclusive. Why do Elon Musk, Warren Buffett and uh, Bill Gates still work when they have enough money to last them and generations upon generations after them a lifetime is because of legacy uh, impact And Wanting to leave something behind that they can they can be proud of and things like that So no matter you can have all the resources ever but if you're not contributing to Humanity and you're not you you don't you don't feel as if you're useful You don't feel as if that that's not mutually exclusive so I mean I can be a guy with a lot of resources, but that doesn't destroy my drive to say hey I want to contribute in a meaningful way to whatever it is i'm doing i want to be at the end of the day i want to look back on something and say that thing or those people are happy and that thing that made people happy or that idea that that helped a lot of people is there because of me and that's a feeling that just makes you feel good whether well, i think that and, and yeah. it doesn't matter if you have resources or not right I, I
3: think that comes to the um i forget which um which social scientists put on like the pyramid or, or the hierarchy of needs. But um Right. What, what was was Tanya wanting to say something? I remember oh, Tanya math, and I were gonna math math talk works. at the same yeah, time. Yeah 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 so. so we'll go to Tanya and then I
0: think we'll get back to your idea and then we'll go to Nora. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah I I, I always make this analogy if you don't advocate for yourself so and I think you guys have heard me say this. What if we were in an airplane crash mm-hmm. and the plane's going down and all this oxygen mask comes comes dropping down? Do you run around and try to put it on all the people or do you put it on yourself first and then you help the people? Um, if you don't advocate for yourself, so that's where you're not t- giving yourself enough self-care and believing in yourself. So if you think of that whenever you feel like you can't do something or you don't feel like you're not able to accomplish something think about what I just told you so if you can't advocate for yourself right? if you can't advocate for yourself, you can't yourself. advocate for right. others
0: exactly for, for other and that and that's the problem that we see is that people give too much of themselves at any one point and then they have nothing left so so it's like if, if you're not helping yourself it's harder for you to help others. So, yeah. like, like you, like it's, it's kind of like a cup that's like, like you, like if your cup <laughs> is overflowing, then more can be given to like others and stuff. But if you, if your cup is like, like only has a little in it, and then you give a little, then your cup has nice. So you always want to make sure that you have a stream of like good relationships, good friendships, and good income. And then when you feel that stability and you feel that level of like, you're, you're not in that desperate, like, like stage where you're desperate, then you can easily kind of, you know, give to others. But, you know, like, I don't wanna say that because sometimes desperate, you know, times call for desperate measures. And maybe even if you don't have like a ton of things, you can still find a way to help someone who's struggling, even if you're struggling for yourself. But I think for the optimum results, you want to make sure that when you have you, you have that stability and confidence and happiness and steady kind of like income flow or whatever then you're in a better position to help others but you don't have to have all those things and just say oh i'm not like a hundred percent so i'm not going to give anything if you're at 90 percent, you can give a little if you're at 80 you can kind of but when you're at like 10 or 20 percent, it's not as easy and it's not not
3: that it doesn't help you as much right now yeah. so what- well, now we're kind of getting into the the sociological theses here you know in terms of you, know, you say you, you can't pour from an empty cup you know right. I, I think a lot of people they find they find themselves telling their friends hey stop trying to pour from an empty cup and they find themselves being told by their friends hey stop trying to pour from an empty cup and I, i'm not sh- and you say you know, hey if you if you have if you have enough you should help other people and i i, I wonder sometimes if if we're going to get any real empirical objective data on whether people who said oh that person is greedy or oh that person is a sociopath if they're kind of suffering from a kind of PTSD in the sense right. that no matter how much they have, they're still going to be haunted by the fear that they're almost in the gutter, R- and that that, right. that, that perpetual yeah, fear of ending that, up in the gutter is why they keep other people in right. the gutter. And and that can be from it's like, either you uh, have to be in the gutter or I have to be in the gutter. There's, right, right. And, there's no way that we can both be right, out of the gutter.
0: Right, right. And that can come he, from like. Early childhood,
3: uh, traumas yeah. and things like that. And, yeah, but there's and all, also evidence that says like it's not even even if you haven't had that trauma, that that some kids are are just you know just uh, from the get go you know that they're they're people who are wired without empathy who who literally as soon as they're born into the world, everyone else around them is it, either is a, a pond, toy that doesn't like, move or a toy right, that moves around. Right. Yeah, and yeah, and, yeah. and your concern for their well being is completely dependent on how they it, can immediately gratify. Right, right. Exactly. What you well, want. I mean, it's I mean a there hard are, thing that, It's a hard thing to test. That that that's, that's so, narcissism. We, so sociopathy. Well, we, yeah. we, we, we right. think we think we understand these things. Right. Again, we're still basically trying to understand how not to do right. what. Yeah. Kind of. I I think the, those those features, So, you know, so, like so if, you, I, if you were a sociopath, you would kind of in a, a certain right. sense so, of the and, word and, and, you would you would survive, also, better. You would survive just, better. if you were it, willing to it, enslave the people who were underneath right, you right you would you would pass on your genes because they would be dead and you would be you know you would have five you know, well well, well that, that's why to
0: we got to advocate um unfortunately kind of against these people we got we got to advocate for ourselves in the way of making fail-safes to prevent people like this from getting positions of power all people like this are attracted naturally to positions of power right so 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 that part of part of advocating for the for yourself and advocating for those who are kind of downtrodden is advocating for a fail safe to make sure that these people don't end up kind of getting too much And before we kind of went over there, I also wanted to say uh, just really quick, and I'll go to you, Nora, is that I want to say, is that right? Like sometimes when you're working and you're coming from like a broken home and a bad kind of situation, and you're feeling a lot of stress at home because let's say your washing machine is broken, your fridge is broken, or something is happening and you hardly have any food, when you go to work, you can't give that work, the level of attention and dedication that it needs because you're struggling with these things at home. So it takes up a lot of bandwidth. You know, you're you're gonna be at work and you're gonna be thinking about mm-hmm. when I go back home, I'm going to a home that's like messed up and your mind's gonna be there and it's not gonna be in your work. Whereas if your home isn't broken, and you have a good relationship there and everything is good there, you can give your work more of the dedication that it needs to get, right? So it's not rocket science. I don't know why we have like so many kind of like people out there that think like, oh, lazy this, lazy that. No, when resources aren't properly met, like the basic needs, it's not laziness stopping the people from working. It's it's the whole idea that, that they're thinking about these needs that aren't met while they're working. So that has a deleterious effect on their work. And with that, I'll go to Nora. Go ahead, Nora.
5: Yeah, so the thing is um, Elon Musk is already uh, the richest man on the planet. Uh, why does he keep on investing and like playing the game? Uh, I don't think it has to do with legacy. Maybe it has to do with human nature and and that we never get enough of anything so um yeah that's one thing and the other thing would be why does he keep on playing the game knowing that it's a risky one he could be losing it all at once so yeah it's just well
0: yeah yeah i know where you're coming from Nora. i think I think some people are just addicted to the game. It's like, even after you've won, it's like you've won, right? Like, let's say I played a video game and I finished the game and I just kept playing the levels like over and over and over again. That's like one side of the game is this money business thing. It's like, you're just playing one side of the game and you're neglecting like the other aspects, like maybe the social aspects or the self-actualization aspects or the spiritual aspects or any of those aspects. It's like, why does he do it? I don't know. Maybe it's just like inside of his own head and he's just addicted to this game. But if I reach the level of financial... Um, of free freedom and confidence where I knew that like, there's no way all this money could ever go away. And I have enough money that I could ever spend in a lifetime. I wouldn't just be pursuing more digits on a screen or numbers or anything like that. I'd, I'd be kind of, I'd, I'd be satiated. And I, and I think that's it. I, I had a whole, actually I'll send it to you. I had a whole podcast on satiation and it's like, it's like an all you can eat buffet except it's with money like just because you go into a buffet and it's all you can eat doesn't mean like you're gonna stuff your face and just eat everything that's there and unfortunately some business people just do that with money and and at the same time if i go to an all you can eat buffet i'm not gonna say well you know the sign says all you can eat so you see this like bucket of like Caesar salad right here I'm just gonna like pour it into this bag the whole bucket that the restaurant has because it's like well I mean technically it's said all you can eat and I can take it home and like it's just ridiculous and and I and and it's it's kind of like that's what I see with these hoarders of extreme wealth hoarding is like a mental disorder people hoard files on their computer they hoard like you ever one of those houses where you see all those like boxes and stacks of like silverware or electronics Sir, this it's just like that except these people and their wealth. So I don't know. I can't answer I'm not in their heads. So with that, I'll go back to
3: uh, gen y Hi there, sorry, i'm uh, still getting used to the hand raising system and the uh, the muting system I got uh muted when I was Talking there my mic turned off somehow um, but I guess that kind of goes back to what we're talking about in terms of why are these, you know, people seem to be suffering from PTSD. Why are they so greedy when they have enough? I think you can kind of see it here in these in these spaces where we're kind of right now juggling between, hey, is is this somebody who's on the journey with me or is this somebody who's fighting for their turn at the mic? You know, if you ever read in school, the lord of the flies and how the kids had to pass around a conch cell you know a big a big snail shell decide who was talking at any given time to show that more than really wealth um prestige or you know what do they call it clout is is as important and money is just a way to get that we can see it here whenever we're you know talking to other people using twitter we're all a bunch of nobodies here none of us or even as good as the worst makeup influencer on YouTube, but we still want to feel that when we talk, we're being listened to, not that someone's just waiting for their turn to have the conch in their hands so that they can talk. I think, I think we're seeing a lot of that connection now because of the changes in technology. You could see it before when printing presses became much cheaper a hundred years ago, and you can see it now and going back to the the topic of advocating for yourself is as important as you know networking. It, it it makes that the point too. Is that you you have to say like you know for instance, Ariel. I understand you created this this town hall. Thank you for bringing everybody here who wants to talk to each other about the world together. I appreciate that, and I'm sorry if I started talking too long. I hope you don't mute, mute my mic soon, <laughs> but. Uh, but where we're seeing it now we're seeing it in real time we're we're seeing in real time a, a complete change to the human experience brought about by a, a completely yeah. unprecedented technology so 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 it is important to advocate for yourself both in just hey don't pay me less for the same job as hey don't you know don't think that there isn't enough right, mic space for both of us we can right right we we, we, we don't yeah. have to fight for Position at the podium, right complaining about how and, much and, and also um
0: <laughs> I, I want to say like um also also like sometimes and and this isn't a jab at anyone but being succinct is important too because we have like you know we, we had a whole life skills talk about that, but I don't know where I put it, but yeah. But yeah, yeah. So so the important thing that that I wanted to say is like, yeah, clout chasing isn't exactly advocating for yourself. Right, that that that's like that's like a narcissism thing, you know, in a way. And part of advocating for yourself is that if you see that um, a topic or a person is constantly sucking all the oxygen out of the room, and there are different things that need to be addressed, you address the fact that it's not okay that this. Certain you know clout chaser or certain person is it constantly sucks all the oxygen out of the room and You can't get out what you need to get out, right? Like like that's that's the thing But like sometimes I see sometimes sometimes like it's not nice But the mute button has to be used or if someone's really being rambunctious or you rude the the bumping them down to listener has to be used because then then you're you you like there's people who maybe don't open their mouths much, but they, they're they really important to have at the table, and they're going to get intimidated by the people who can, for lack of a better term, never shut up.
2: <laughs> like, right, like right, right. Right. No, but but in this case, like Jen, no, it's just, this this is like a timed thing. It's like, we're going an hour, maybe 60, maybe 90 minutes or something like that too. So it's just trying to keep the flow going. Nobody's trying to like uh, kneecap you or shut you down or oppress you or anything like that. No, we're just trying to keep the conversation going, going, going. So I
3: I totally get it. And I appreciate that. I'm hoping that somebody at Twitter HQ is figuring out how to give people like Little 30 second or a little three minute timer, the way you did, like open mic night. It's like, all right, you got your seven minutes or what have you. And like, actually, have a literal timer you can see counting down as you're making your point. That might be helpful someday.
1: Uh, oh, I have sound effects, but this is not my stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take it. That'd,
3: dude, be, dude. Good. Take That'd be good. It.
2: good. You're, you're, dang, it, you got 30. It's like the Academy yeah. award it's, it's, like right, the music. Right. It's, it's like there's
0: there's no there's no filibustering in here, yeah. and you know you know you know the interesting thing is is like you know someone someone's talking for like four minutes or five, and then you you say and then they're like oh don't interrupt me don't interrupt me it's like no buddy it's like you 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 don't get to hog right it's it's like it's like you come across those people they're like don't interrupt don't interrupt well you if your point's taken like ten
2: minutes yeah it's like yeah, no, a, an
0: hour yeah. space right yeah, yeah. If,
2: it's, if it's an open room i mean we got the, the time there's no time limit it's not being recorded and stuff so this is going to be over here in maybe 20 minutes or 15 minutes or whatever so yeah, so, yeah just keeping it flowing that type of thing so no no right. no no harm no foul there but to yeah, go back it, to it's good. go back to the topic though it's like i think we drifted from the topic right it's about advocating for yourself and and jen made a good uh, point about like the the anecdote the original anecdotal story or the idiom that has to do with bootstrapping what have you. But I think the common understanding of it is that it's just like, whenever people say, whenever you hear that, you always think of the word lazy, right? We always kind of simplify it. So yeah, so it's not about being lazy. What I'm saying is hustle is not quite synonymous with that, right? But it, 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 it does apply. And so that, that's kind of my, the way I think about America is like, you have, you, you live in a country where you have basically unlimited, mostly unlimited opportunities to hustle, to try doesn't mean you're guaranteeing anything. And that's why right. a U, something like a UBI is not necessarily inconsistent with hustle because right. I'm, I'm, I'm recognizing that there's, even with hustle, there's some people who are still gonna not be, able. they can't, they can't hustle because they can't get out of their wheelchair and run, you know, or whatever. They, they, there's limitations to that. Exactly. People will still feel right. But I mean, but the concept though, of that you can make a better life for yourself, that when I hear people say, pick yourself up by your bootstraps, that's kind of the generous uh, uh, definition that i hear in my mind not that you're lazy i hear it's like you have agency i just what i hate is when people we live in a time now i think uh, and and this goes with not advocating for yourself like a victim mentality right and it's like there is victimization there is oppression there are systemic things that are working against people that are slowing them down or sometimes stopping them but it's like uh, you have agency man we all have agency in this country to do something. Now, if there is a true oppressive, a criminal thing, an illegal thing, stop you, absolutely, you sue the shit out of those people. You try to make it happen. And again, these are no guarantees. But I mean, there's a reason why people still come to this country more than any other country in the world. And I'm not waving my flag here. I'm just saying the reality is you have opportunity here. And by advocating for yourself as one of those things, You can you can get a piece of that.
0: And, and also like, don't, (laughs) I hate when people do this, never confuse, um, uh, confusion with laziness, never confuse, not knowing how to do something with being lazy. Uh, I, I I was just on a Reddit thread talking about like having Asperger's and doing this job. And I said, he needs to show me how to use a drill right because i don't know how to use a drill and then he's like well you've never used a drill when you were younger because you were lazy and i'm like i just thought that was the stupidest thing in the world for someone to say i said i never used a drill when i was younger because the opportunity never presented itself so so when when the opportunity doesn't present itself to people to learn how to do something or to do something. And then they, they want to do that, but they don't know how, and maybe they don't get the job. It's not laziness. It's just that they didn't have that experience in life. So, so many people confuse like, uh, like, like if I was lazy, I, I would have never applied for the job and gotten out of the house. Like you uh. can't, like, you can't be that dumb right like like that's that's the thing so don't don't confuse a person who's lost who just doesn't know the roadmap of how to get somewhere with not having the drive having the drive to do something and not knowing how to do something are two different things and people get that confused and they're stupid so they just say the word lazy they don't think about like no this person isn't lazy they just never had the road map and they just never had the mentor. Not having the roadmap and not having the mentor doesn't mean that that person is lazy. It just means maybe they're a little unfortunate or they never had that experience, Right. so let's not get that confused. Yeah.
2: And that's the gap, right? I mean, it's pretty well, it's pretty well laid out in school. There's a curriculum and things you have to satisfy tests you have to pass. And then they say, okay, we think you're competent for whatever we're certifying you on then. Okay. Then that's over. And then it's like, that gap is like, okay, well now, how do I get to an opportunity? right how do i get right. to a job or some how do i make this into a career that's helpful for people gives me some money everybody wins whatever that's right. what we don't know right that's right. like exactly. that's the mysterious void is like how do we right. do that and if we if we're good at advertising ourselves or if you speak and write well you can usually get you probably stumble right. across right. them but i mean yeah, yeah that, that there, that's there, what we're missing there's
0: there's a lot of untapped potential in our country because people just don't have a roadmap or a mentor. So if we want to tap into that potential and that skill and that intelligence, we, 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 we have to provide those roadmaps and mentors and not call it an entitlement, you know, anyway, with that being said, I'll get to the rev. He has his hand up. Go ahead. Thank you. Uh,
6: With all this being said, how does one go about asking for help for advocacy?
0: Well, yeah, like that. That's the thing. Some sometimes it's it's not. Sometimes it's very confusing, isn't it? Like that. Like who 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 do you know that can help you? Is it like? And uncle, like I know when I like send letters out to like Congress people and senators, they give me like an autoresponder. So it's just like this half-assed, like, we're thinking about it, but like here's an autoresponder. And it's never, it's never something genuine. And I think like that's part of the problem too, is that do you know that like you're you're advocating for yourself to people who actually give a damn or are they pretending to give a damn and if they're pretending to give a damn you call them out on that shit. now if you have like a whole hierarchy of people who are supposed to be helping you but they're just pretending and they don't care then who can you talk to about that and it's it's a very scary thing that when you have those kind of people in positions of power, you just gotta find the people in those positions who are not like those people. And it's a hit or miss. Like and I, and I, and I would funny. say you
2: would you would start with like, you know, just your built-in kind of your built-in networks. I mean, not everybody has family or friends, but most people have something, right? And so you start there, right? And then like for me, what helped me get a job was uh, in college I, I made in my senior year I, I just went to all my instructors or people or, or people who were involved with them in the labs and stuff and say, hey, I I want to start working in like entry level in this type of field. Do you know anybody? Do you do you have anybody you can let that I get a phone number, an email address, something I can just maybe couple it with a resume when I start really pushing and stuff like that. And it, and it and it's, it was something like that that really helped me. It moved my my resume that I put in at a company up in the stack because the guy actually worked there. And so I got the interview. I still had to beat people out, but it was like, I don't don't know if I ever would have got looked at. And you can say, oh, that's bullshit. That's not fair. That's not a meritocracy. I get it, right? There is no perfect meritocracy. That's a myth too. But it's like, so I would say if you're not great at advocating for yourself, just make it clear to people around you as many possible. Just say, hey, what you're trying to accomplish and let them advocate for you right so you don't have to be great at it yourself i'm saying if you make your intentions clear and people are trying to be fr- most people are trying to be friendly and help people out when they can you know they'll put in a good word and that's all need all you need sometimes
6: right right exactly uh, can i give an example of something if that's okay or is somebody else yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead.
2: that's what we're here sure for.
6: okay i have to deal with food banks and stuff all right because you know just life is the way it is um when I go to the food bank, I get food, and I come home, I check it out, and, and it's expired. And I'm going, like, what, what, what are, am I a second-class citizen? What, you know, how am I supposed to feel with this? I mean, I'm getting, food banks are there to help people, yes, but does that mean that they have to give out expired food and stuff like that?
0: What state do you live
6: in? I live in Canada.
2: Oh,
0: oh. <laughs> different
2: country. i mean okay. i i can t- i can tell you this much because i have a little connection to this because i've done like ho- some homeless outreach and some right. community stuff out here in la and it's like yeah a lot of times they're getting these these things from stores that are like right right on the cusp right uh like like canned foods and stuff like that i can tell you that even if they're past their expiration date canned foods they can go months and months and, months, and it's still okay it's kind of a freshness thing it's it's with like oh. if they're giving you meat that's expired and stuff like that i mean that's That sucks. But I mean, it's like, yeah, you are getting like, these are donations, right? Right. So it's like, you're gonna get things that are right on the cusp. So it's not that you're a second class citizen. It's that it's just, it's hard to acquire these things. So these food banks are usually nonprofit organizations too. So they're just getting what they can and pushing it out the best they can. That's my experience anyway. Right. Uh, Um, I think,
0: uh, yeah, like for, for me, it's that, that's so, so do you ever tell the food banks this or whoever's in charge? I, I haven't because
6: I'm not, well, I'm kind of, I've never really advocated for myself. Um, all I know is that I used to work in a carnival and all this stuff when I was younger and stuff. Uh, I did have experiences. I got things crossed off my bucket list but uh as far as advocating something like that for myself it's i I, i'm a very proud person and uh
0: right yeah so 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 that's what makes it hard right Right. all all this all this stuff right so so that's it you just you just kind of got to get over that pride and you well i i think i think it's like it's it's just like it's it's like a matter of that or like if you're too afraid to go it alone maybe if there's someone else at that food bank, be like, hey, look, like, are you getting inspired food too? And they're like, yes. And then like, oh, are you too? Yes it's like okay like go to i don't know i don't know who like the leader of the province is over there or what they're dealing with or what's on their mind or what agenda they have i don't know send like um, a whole bunch of emails you and your friend go to that food bank and just like overwhelm them or something and then they'll pay attention to it so yeah so so like i said you know like (laughs) ironically like closed mouths don't get fed so you gotta kind of because because they 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 don't they they probably they probably don't even look at the dates on the cans or anything like that maybe maybe that's it maybe maybe they're like sorry this is all we can do for you or maybe they're like oh we didn't notice that so mm-hmm. right because sometimes it's just a matter of like oh they didn't notice that but if you don't say anything right. that is gonna happen so right right um let me see if, I could definitely I, I use the help. Say- what
6: i'm saying is I, I i could use the help with with stuff like that and 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 i'm going right. to ask for it because like i'm in my 60s I've lived my life basically, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and I don't want to go down as uh hungry,
0: you know what I mean? Like does that make any sense? Y- yes, it makes a lot of sense. Like I don't I don't know what the policies are in Canada. I mean, right. I live in the States. I've never had to like deal with that but, kind of stuff. But uh but yeah, yeah. So um I just want to say hi to uh, Stewie. He's a good friend of mine from like, you know, really, really long and long time no see. So I know you have your hand up, Nora, but I'll let him speak and then I'll let you speak if you don't mind that. Thank you. Oh, Stewie, we can't hear you.
2: Uh you know, you know what?
0: Let's go to Nora, and then when we can hear. St- stewie
2: and that's stewie hey and, and Rev, real quick rev i muted your mic because there was some background noise so i'm not you know that's that's why i did that okay
6: well that's that's no problem um i i appreciate that i guess what i'm trying to say is i'm ha- having a hard time ha- getting asking for, not getting help but asking for help for advocacy i guess is what i'm my bottom line here.
2: you know are you just real quick on this Ariel and then we'll move on to for now just cuz of the, the the space doesn't have a whole lot of time left. Um, did, have you reached out locally uh, sir like uh, do you have like uh, any like uh, like a social worker maybe helping you that that would be your advocate right? right. That's what social workers and stuff do. They they're trying to match you with opportunity. So do you have somebody like that uh, helping you currently where you're at?
6: They took my medical card away that pays for all my meds so right now i don't have anybody
2: for that but there, there's no i don't know how it works in canada there's no province or yeah. like county yeah. is there so there is a county office you can call and say hey i'm like financially challenged right now i can do like paperwork you fill out so you could be like on somebody's file that they follow up with you i i don't know about your specifics with your medical card but do you have like a point of contact like a person i could go to the member of parliament probably yeah that would be right there. Yeah, I would. I would dig like that. that. That's would, it. Yeah, start start there. There's got to be. I and, would imagine. And, and, and
0: I and I mean, look, like 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 if if you have like like for me, like I love like getting a whole bunch of people together and just saying that like this is like screwed up and this needs to be addressed. Right. But I don't. I don't know who you know. So whoever's having the same problems that you have, just like create a coalition or something. Right like like something like that i mean that, yeah. that 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 that's that's my suggestion
6: oh i'm not asking for any help from here i'm just asking how i could get help that's how
0: i was yeah, I would say Yeah, it's it starts with look like we're just random people on Twitter right now. Right? right. But some of these people I've known for like a long time, but here like 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 it's it's, like, it's funny how a lot of people like like bottle it up to the actual person that they're supposed to talk about these things with, but then they go to other people and talk about it right yeah so i don't i don't know why that's so in human nature because because like 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 maybe maybe you have a little bit of shyness when it comes to the actual person causing the problem to actually like talk to them about it so then you go to like other people just to like get it out but i would just suggest going to the source right and and advocating for yourself at the at, at the person who's the source of whatever they're supposed to be providing hey, hey, hey real real right. quick
2: rev, so we can move on real quick rev so we can move on it's like i have followed you so yeah I, I mean if you're having trouble researching it if you tell me like what city you're in in canada or whatever like that I'll, I'll, i'm pretty good at i you mean, know i'm an it guy so i'll do some research and try to help you find some people you can call that would be helpful
0: there there you go look
6: like you
2: I, just I did it right that. here you, just, you, just, hey, you it just took a lot
6: out of me to come right. up with
0: this you know what i mean like right huh. man that's fine, bro. Well, well, yeah. well, it was it was on topic. Let's just yeah. say that. that's fine. There so, you go. Can, so, so hey, let's go to barbecue, Stewie. Go Ariel, ahead. I'm
7: Hi. I was going to say one thing real quick, Rev. I was wrapping pallets for um, food bank thirty years right. ago. Um. Now, now I support them pretty heavily. So, right. if you need help um, again with um, barbecue, yeah. Um, if if you can, I followed you, so you can DM me. If you could take like pictures of like spoiled. You know um produce or things that you're having problems send it to my dm um and i will i'll i'll work that up the ladder nice do that nice see
0: see see, it's just just uh, so appropriate just so i'm about to cry right now (laughs) And, and it, it's, it's, it's like, it's like an action. It's like working right here. It all starts with sending out the signal. Like I said, yeah. you know, send out a signal people don't know. And just by looking at your profile pic, I would have never been able to tell that you were having this kind of problem and nobody's a mind reader. So good job. Uh, let, let's, let's see, like, let's go to Nora. She has her hand up. Go ahead.
5: Yeah. So I agree with uh, Bryce. I think he said you should be sharing your goals with, everyone you think is going to be of great help. Uh, but I don't think you should be sharing your um, goals publicly in a way that attracts hate, attracts people who will hinder your uh, progress, who will actually hate for you to get anywhere you want to go. So, Jealous, yeah.
0: envious people.
5: Yeah. So you do, you do want to share your goals, but with people who can help you. Who wants to help
0: you right i mean i I, some sometimes people have this like bucket of crabs mentality it's like if if they haven't found something that they love and then you come out with like oh i found something that i love and they're like well screw you and then you're like what why would you say that to me because they haven't found it right so but but here's the thing like if i'm in that state where i feel like i've i've hit a bit brick wall and like my the all the things that I'm working on aren't going anywhere and someone is like getting successful I wouldn't hold it against them I would I would say well then how did you get successful like what did you do especially if that, if that if a person wants to share their accomplishments with me and is in that happy mood then I'll just say well this person can be an asset to me even if I am stuck in a rut who cares Maybe I'm stuck in this rut. Maybe they're out of that rut and they can help me get out of it too. And we'll both win, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, like that's, that's just, it's just an outlook thing, right? I mean, I mean, like, like if, if you, if you know someone from high school, like a high school friend who's doing really well, let, let's, let's say like they have a vacation home and, and they tell you about it instead of being jealous, say like, oh, can, can I come, can you show me the vacation home? And they'll be like, yeah, sure. You know, you know, like, like that, like, you don't need to get jealous and angry that they're somewhere and you're not just, just take some cues from them. Or just like, if, if they're a real friend and they're happy and you're stuck, like they want to help you get unstuck. They don't want to make sure that they're in a place where they're happy and you're in a place that you're miserable. So, right. <laughs> uh,
5: it could be actually professors. It doesn't have to be your friends because. Like there are professors who don't want to help you with anything. They don't. They just don't want to see you be successful. Well, they suck. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it depends. Every person is different. Some people want to hog all the glory for themselves and push you out of the spotlight. And I just wouldn't want to be friends with them, right? So, I mean, you always got to choose. Like, does this does this person want only themselves to be happy and everybody else to be miserable because? some people are like oh i'm happy and you're not that even makes me happier because i deserve happiness and you don't and you never want to like be around those people well, it's,
2: it's about percentages too right it's like i probably talked to 20 people my senior year associated with the with, the, with the campus at the college and i had one that panned out and that one gave me a, a, a insi- inside track to something else that became very good so it's like you're gonna get a lot of times, yeah. There's gonna be people who don't have time or they don't care or whatever. But it's like you don't really need. You just got to keep trying. That's that's what I think. Like the hustle thing is. And like,
0: I mean,
2: that's Tanya, I mean, Tanya story is great. And We all know, but it's that's it's, pure hustle. It's
0: it's like it's like there's there's like a good person to like douchebag ratio that's just like natural, and you're like, you know, like <laughs> right. So so it's like basically like okay. Like for all I'm like the Fireside people or whatever that company was. Like that's the douchebag part because the the minute that I have one little problem, they were so eager to like say, "Oh, we can't work with you anymore," right? But then the good person ratio is like all of you guys who have stuck around with me, right? You like 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 I I had I, I like don't get me wrong, like I was advocating for myself like hell when it came to what happened to me on Fireside to no avail. Sometimes it doesn't work. And then I told others to advocate on my behalf for the fireside thing. And some of them said yes, some of them said no, but it didn't work. But like, that's it, like, like and, and if you already know at that point that these douches have taken like your hard work and your you know um, 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 personality and all the good things you've done for granted, just because you've made one small little mistake, run as fast as you can in the opposite direction from shitty people
1: you know absolutely yeah. ariel well a, a dish served cold is the best way to do it just turn your back to them and just forget their name
0: exactly absolutely they're 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 just they're just like a drag like like you, well, know, you know, know what i mean it, it's like, me. yeah just one one quick thing yeah some people are like the wind beneath your wings and some people are like anchor anchors on your legs and you got to identify that shit as soon as possible. Go ahead, Bryce.
2: Yeah, to, to speak to Jason's point, it's, it's not even about revenge, right? Or like, oh, you just ignore them. Yeah, that's true. But it's like, I'm ignoring somebody because I've just moved on. Like I got, I don't got time. I got, I'm not going to get wrapped up in the drama, whatever. I'm just, I have, I have to be looking. That's the hustle part. You got to be looking for your next opportunity to get things better. You're constant. Hopefully you're trying to constantly make your life better. You're always looking for a new opportunity. So if I don't talk to the thing that fell apart or went sideways or somebody was doing this or that, it's like, okay, that's, they, they can be the smoldering wreck in the background. I got to be looking for other stuff. I just, you just keep the stick and move. perfect, move.
0: Per, perfect yeah.
7: analogy they're they're just like the train wreck that you just passed by your car <laughs> let's see you got you you got to keep moving forward and what i say to people is i just don't have the bandwidth for right it, right for all the negativity and you know i that just i i try not to any time that you know especially in 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 my profession in business if i have if i'm at odds with somebody i have to leave it amicable but i don't have to like that person yeah huh? i don't have to like. I mean, but I do have to, you know. I mean, I do have to um, uh, keep a relationship in, in in some form, you know, uh, if I'm involved in business with them. And what I try to do is I try to extract myself from any business position that puts me in with or, some toxic or any people. relationship so, position, any kind of. No. Well, re- yeah, right, yeah. the relationships, exactly, right? Because I mean it sucks the air out of the room it's hard to breathe and you know it's not good for you right right sleep. exactly so, anyways, with, that I'll, shut with
0: out. that I'll go to deb she's had her hand up i think she's new here but uh, nice to meet you
8: nice to meet all of you too i'm new to your group um i've been doing a lot of spaces and met a lot of really great people my comment is for the young woman who was talking about the professors in her classes um it's Worth noting that professors, generally speaking, don't see their job as being there to encourage you. By and large, they see their job as weeding out the least capable. And college, whether it's at the undergrad level or the graduate level, it becomes about weeding out. And that is what professors will do. If you're looking for encouragement, don't be in college because you won't find it. Um, I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer, but um, that's been my experience. Uh, They are not there to be supportive mentors. We would like for them to be, but very few actually are. So you have to take your kudos where you find them, but don't look for them in your professors because you're not going to find it. Their job is to hopefully move along the best of the best so you have to not look for their encouragement look elsewhere for it
1: professor ariel has
8: a new name
0: there we go there we go like i'm i'm the one who actually does care so you can, you know, you know, you can talk to me. But it's like, 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 if I'm paying you all that money, then I expect you to care. But like, that, that's only, But I know what you're exactly what you're talking about, Deb. And I mean, that's why that. Like-
8: I, I, I'm not implying they don't care. Right. What I'm, what I'm saying is, I don't know that it's your job to. um, move someone along. It's it's the student's responsibility to move themselves forward and to keep learning. Your time is limited and I'm sure you have a number of students at various levels. And the process isn't to take your weakest student and try to move them up the ladder. Your job is to move along those who are the most capable. Right. And that sounds harsh, and I don't mean it harshly. my my point in saying to her is, look for the encouragement elsewhere, because not every professor is there um, necessarily to be an encourager and a supporter. right.
0: and 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 also like, I know, like, this sounds like terrible. Like, college isn't for everyone, and advocating for yourself to go in some kind of like different program, whether you're learning a trade or you just want to like be a manager at like a retail place or something like that you you know you know that like it's it's just it's kind of another topic but advocate to to like like whoever it is that like hey this program or this learning or academic style of learning is not for me and it should not be, you know, shoved down anybody's throat and stuff like that.
2: And what she said said is, and don't feel bad about saying that is brutally honest. And that's something we talked about earlier. You might've missed it. I think you joined the room late, was about the disconnect between, you know, you have your knowledge network, that's what you learn in college and your uh, trade schools and whatever. And then you have your people slash business network that actually gets you employment, right? And so it's, she's absolutely, Debbie's absolutely right k-12 through 12 was never meant or even the college system to feed the labor market so you have to be an advocate for yourself or have somebody advocating for you what skills you do have trying to help you make connections that are going to get you these opportunities and that's that's where we're woefully missing is it's like this it's this kind of neutral zone or this black hole that exists that you're out of call what's that, that space between i'm out of college or done with my education and then How am i getting a good job employment there's like that's not well defined and there's really no government agency that's there to help you do that or you know what i mean
0: right 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 that's that well that's where we have to advocate for better programs to to get this here you know i mean for god's sake it's 2021 right yeah so with that i'll go to luna she has her hand up go ahead luna
5: Hey
9: guys, I just want to apologize first all, when I had the spy where I was probably going. I don't know if it was in your space area but I was just I feeling so was unwell. I, I was feeling so unwell, I think I shouted at someone in one space and I was oh, like, oh okay. God, it's so embarrassing. But, um yeah, it's just it's just I'm trying to I'm gonna work with my psychologist to try and get like <laughs> that's okay um, kind of kind of like plans yeah. for people so they know what to expect when I start right, right. to this describe with the topic. Yeah something to do with the topic so um, basically like so when do you think it's um, because we had a college professor who's been great in terms of getting us jobs and things and Mm. but I think it's a bit inappropriate because he's been like partying with us like taking drugs with us and then uh, he dated one of the girls and like i'm i wow. think is that is that bordering on inappropriate like should i be worried about this most
8: likely yeah, <laughs> but... that, that's not bordering on inappropriate that's grounds for dismissal for that professor none of that right. should be happening ever <laughs> right but but like
0: yeah yeah some people cut corners they don't follow the rules i mean whatever but uh, people people don't mind if those people cutting corners and not following the rules are getting them opportunities but uh it's it this is an ethics thing than more of a advocate for yourself thing so yeah, Yeah. Uh, so
9: I mean this is it. I'm, I'm kind of thinking of uh, cutting contact with him because I mean, I just think it's the whole yeah. thing is just, it feels inappropriate. I, I,
0: I mean, if the person is toxic, usually people getting you opportunities that you didn't earn in like a very, very
2: unethical way get in trouble and you get in trouble with them. So,
0: yeah, I would be yeah, exactly. very worried.
2: Yeah. That, that, yeah. yeah, that's where, like there's like some unspoken strings that might be attached or something that I'd be weirded out by that too, I guess, yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, just just I get I guess if if you if you think it's really really messed up and you want to like report that, like I don't know, but it's it's your call to make. Yeah. Uh uh I'll go to
8: uh um, Yeah. I I think just the fact that you've asked that question is this inappropriate. I think you know already that it is. I I think you're already feeling a level of discomfort with it right, yeah, so go yeah, to
0: Nora
5: and go ahead Nora yeah, it's not that you want them to get you a job it's just like um just like they know you have a skill that they don't have and then they hate you for having the skill <laughs> they hate you for being a student and being better than they are so yeah
0: <laughs> that yeah, that's a whole nother can of worms but yeah well I mean those people just suck i mean i mean they're just jealous and envious and yeah like like it's it's that it you yeah. know it's 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 funny um one say like the thing that i saw is that like uh, when i was driving with my coworker, i work for an electronic retailer and he said that he actually used to be the boss of the guy who he's working under right now, but the company went through like restructuring, but he couldn't be more proud of that guy that he's working with because he remembered him when he was poor and he was walking three miles to get from his, um, uh, college to the store that he worked at and he worked his way up. So they have a really, really good relationship together and then i sent him a text i said the student has surpassed the master and he sent me a little uh, a thing of mr Miyagi stroking his beard it was really funny it was like that but they they still like each other they're still friends and they still talk to each other in like a really cool way so you know like that was good like like you know so so if they're if if you know like the whoever these college professors that you're talking about are neuro like i i I wouldn't give a damn I wouldn't give them the time of day like they like they're they're not gonna stay in your life, so who cares? just get through what you gotta get through and then go on to something better and they can just be a distant memory and that's that <laughs> All right.
4: I'm sorry, but you just don't party with your college professor it it just it, it just doesn't go over well and <laughs> and i don't know um either way you look at it no one's it does not go over well and you do not want to put yourself in that predicament because you know i actually had a college professor who asked me what kind of what grade should i deserve to get and it was kind of weird (laughs) and i was like thinking uh i should have told him an a but i told him b but because i kept missing my exam because i was working and i was running late all the time so i am like yeah b So he gave me a B, and it turns out he gave everyone in the class whatever they wanted, (laughs) then he got fired. So, so, (laughs) to make a long story short, you never know when it comes to the college professors, but you got don't put yourself in a situation, I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Luna. But this is a true life story. I didn't make this up. It's for real. I believe it.
0: Go ahead, Nero. I mean, no, Luna, sorry. My bad. Um,
9: yeah, Tonya, this is something I was discussing when I was... Uh, in translation, you set your own rates. And when we're talking about women getting underpaid, actually a large part of that is we don't ask for enough. And it, this is exactly what happened to you. Like, you didn't ask for a high enough grade. Like, you should have just asked for more, you know?
4: Yeah, I do that all the time. I used to think of it that, that way, but then you know the craziest thing is when I just start looking at like either making money off of a project and or helping my friends and like mix all that work together so I don't make a lot of monetary thing, but I I have a lot of like I feel good about what I do. So, I'm empowered at all the time. So, sometimes, you know, I don't really, um, where, it depends where you're at and what your company's looking to do. I like to create content, so I keep busy and I, you know, I don't make a lot of money, but I make decent money and, but I have a lot to show. And so people who are looking to hire me, they're impressed that I have so much content, you know, they don't need to know that I didn't get paid for it, but Hey, I make good content.
0: That's it. The, no, like Tanya is like a master of not just advocating for herself, but advocating for people like she's been an advocate for Brent. And I know for like, for like so long and she's been an advocate for me. She's like the, she's like one of the best advocates to have like that. That's really cool. Like, like that, that's because like, I think Tanya's cup is like that overflowing cup, you know? And it doesn't matter if like it flows to other people, it's all just like good energy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So over there is, is me advocating for geek squad because they, they hired me. And so I appreciated that. (laughs) So it caught the attention of the best Buy verified account. Um, anyway, um, and, and it's also advocating for myself that, you know, you made the right decision by giving me a chance and giving me an opportunity because, um, Hey, if you're good to me, I'll be good to you right? So if you advocate for me, I'll advocate for you, right? So it's that, it's that symbiotic relationship. It, it sucks to advocate for somebody and then not have them actually give a damn that you're doing it or, you know, you know, help. And then it like, like, you know, so, so it's it, one of the best relationships. It's like, Hey, you're my friend. I have your back and I'm your friend and I have, uh, your, your back. Right. So, um, and with that Bryce is, that's stuck in no man's land again uh hang on i have to get him back up <laughs> but uh, but i'll go to deb deb you have your hand up and then after that luna had her hand up again
8: um one thing that i think prevents a lot of people from advocating for themselves is what i call the fear of offending people phenomenon um, there's a lot of research, and I won't bore you with all the details of what I do, but if you are afraid of, fe- of offending people, and most of us are raised to always be polite. You know, don't, don't make waves, don't get angry, be polite, show respect for your elders, all that bullshit. Because what happens is it becomes so ingrained that you never learn to speak up for yourself. And the research revolves around victims of crime. Yet so many times we put ourselves in positions of abuse or positions of downright danger out of fear of offending someone. And, and I think that makes it hard for people to advocate for themselves. I had to, I learned very early that if I was ever going to get anywhere, I couldn't care about offending people. And I still don't care about offending people. I I do it probably way too much, I'm too good at it, but I think advocating for yourself becomes far easier when you lose that fear of being offensive and then you become able to advocate for other people on their behalf, people who for whatever reason can't advocate for themselves. I work with a lot of disabled people and, and they're not able to advocate on their own behalf. So when you give up that fear of being offensive. And I don't mean, you know, turning into this rude, hateful person. I'm just saying when you give up that fear of confrontation, of of possibly offending someone, you don't find yourselves in positions um like with the professor who's wanting to party with everyone and asking the students out. You know, some of that is the fear of offending. And and I think it becomes far easier to advocate for yourself and then move on exactly. to advocating for others,
0: for sure. And I, I honestly think that you know we've we've gotten too sensitive and people just read things the wrong way. It's it's like p- people say, oh, I got offended by that, but then you say, well, what I meant was this. Are you offended by this? They're like, no, but like the way you said it, and it's like, well, you they just take it the wrong way sometimes you know you know you know and that's that's what i mean and it's so it's so funny one time i saw this joke from like you know like we're so privileged in this country or wherever you are to say like oh that offended me you know like do you have a roof over your head do you have enough food to eat do you have all your basic needs met and more so stop getting so offended i'm sorry but like it's like it's like you like go to a poor country it's like yeah i I was offended by something someone something said on tv but then i had to eat my tv because i was starving it's like you know what i mean it's like like if you're not starving or if you're not in some kind of dire straits that's like really hurting your life or something like that you know, st- like like stop getting offended, and 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 then and you know if someone you know if someone makes like a Holocaust joke or like something like that, like yeah, that's really bad and that's really in terrible taste. But then like ignore that person. Don't spend time if you know that that person is just just wants to offend people. If you're around someone who just wants to offend and be mean, rude, and nasty on purpose, just get away from them. But sometimes we just take things the wrong way. So um, I'll I'll get to Luna and then Deb again.
9: So where do you get kind of that balance with not being like, I feel like, you know, it's like, it's, um, I just, I'm talking, going back to you, kind of aerial posting your employer's kind of um, picture and just being a good employee and stuff like that. I mean, I really struggle to establish like good relationships with employers where I'm kind of this confident person advocating for myself and at the same time, advocating for them and meeting what I'm supposed to be doing in my job and just being a good right. employee and I just I really struggle to get yeah, it I'm, and- I'm, I'm I'm
0: I it's, it's it's my fifth day on the job and my thing that I'm doing so I'm I'm kind of struggling a little with that too but I opened up the space so I just called that that lady that I that you weren't here one earlier and and the thing so it's it's just like a learning curve and uh, also it, it has been like an hour and a half. And as much as I really enjoy the space and want to go on, we got like a lot of audience like drop off. So um, Deb, I'll let you speak and then um, quickly, uh, maybe like a final thoughts and then we'll just wrap it up from there. Um,
8: my final thought is I think the best policy when advocating for yourself is to follow your gut instinct. If something doesn't feel right, if it's causing you to question things, if in the back of your mind you've got a red flag or a red light flashing, follow that instinct. I just had that happen about 15 minutes ago. Um, A person had given me a piece of information and within it only took about 10 minutes to realize it was a complete fabrication for one split second i thought i'm going to be polite in ending this conversation and then i thought the hell with polite this person is trying to scam someone 10 times smarter than he's ever going to be and i called him out on it and i think you have to trust that instinct so that's my final thought for the day trust your instincts very nice very nice and the best thing about advocating yourself is that
0: you know the the people who don't care about you are probably going to push back on that but i i don't care about them either but the people who actually do care it's like they're going to appreciate you advocating for yourself if they're your true Ooh. friends right you know yeah. so 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 the thing and 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 it's it's like we're all people people just see like a face but they don't see our life experiences so i think kind of right. advocating yourself is giving people that instruction manual that they need to use when they're like engaging with you and it just makes things like just simpler and more convenient. Like I don't care I d- I don't care if you know about my Aspergers or my quirks or you know what I have problems with because you're just going to have an easier time engaging with me. And if you want to know something about me, I'm not going to get offended. I'd like you to know about me.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> that's that's a good that, that's <laughs> a good attitude. I, I guess my my final thought here too real quick is is just um you know, know what you're good at, right? I mean, there's so many people like Luna was talking about. She doesn't feel confident sometimes in certain situations. Like I felt that way too, like early in my career, but I got to a point where I could kind of sit down and self-reflect and it's like, just be honest with yourself. I'm good at this. I'm not good at that. If you don't have to be great at everything, I think there's always pressure in, in, in society, right? Like you got to be excellent at everything and but whatever. No, you have strengths, you have weaknesses, know your strengths and then when you're advocating for yourselves, when you when you when you're like, hey, I know I'm good at this, or I feel I'm pretty good at this, I think I could add value with this. Depend That doesn't have to be a job. It could just be like how you're going to contribute to some relationship, right? You know, you know what you're good at, and you know what you're not good at. And I think what, once you get that solidified, it's a lot easier to advocate for yourself because you know what you offer, you have to offer.
0: Right. Right. Okay, Jason. Final yeah, thoughts. Yeah, that was
9: great advice. Uh-huh.
2: Nice. It was a song from heaven.
1: Right, yeah. It's 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 like That's my fire. new that's my new soundboard. <laughs> I
0: like it, you know. It's like hallelujah. We finally don't have to like be in the dark about all this stuff and don't worry about offending people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um oh, right. And last but not least before I go, my town hall discord is up in there in the Twitter. I open it. So if you use Discord, Feel free to uh, click on that and join the community if you want. But other than that, I think we've all um, advocated for ourselves pretty well in this space. No, the, the, like Nobody felt shy or uncomfortable about talking to about everything. And right. we, we got to like unpack a lot of stuff, air a lot of stuff and out.
2: One last, one last thing for, hey, Rev, right. I'll, I'll DM you this afternoon, okay? Okay. He's still there. Maybe it's just here. You're, you're, you're muted, but yeah, I'll be proud right. to you, man. Yeah. Right.
0: Well, well, this space is recorded anyway. So yeah,
8: thanks everyone. This yeah. was a great space. I appreciate you letting me hop in for a few minutes. Yeah. Thanks dude. For helping. Thank you, Ariel,
1: Tanya, barbecue, yep. Rev. For sure, for sure, for sure. i you
0: here for. Her. Okay. And uh, other than that, I will see you all probably in the life hack space that i'm gonna have sunday at 4 p.m always don't know what the topic's gonna be on but it'll be a good time all right until then see you everybody
5: bye see you bye